congregation. God wants to encourage you and thank you this morning. Because uh, he sees things that you get up to, the things that you do. Uh, he's, uh, he knows. He knows. And the theme today is about serving. It's about how you go about things day by day. Now, Martin introduced right at the beginning how, how fantastic this place is. And Jack and I have been here 20 years now, I think just coming up to that. Uh, and uh, it's just amazing how this church serves. And we heard how Martin is encouraging the team, and thank you Martin and the rest of the team for the way that you do that. I don't want to speak this morning about the big things that go on here, all right? Because they're fantastic. Uh, you, you do a wonderful job of keeping it going. It's absolutely amazing. I want to talk, and God wants to thank you, and speak into the little things where you serve. When you're at home, when you're at work, the people who put out chairs those who put out the toys and the stuff for the children's work, those who quietly get on with all the humdrum things of life. And we overlook them. And we pretend that this isn't actually serving God, really. But it is. And that's what I want to open up to you this morning. The idea of serving or ministry is the uh, Hebrew is often interpreted in the Old Testament. Starts in Genesis. Deuteronomy says this, Serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The theme of service then goes through. Joshua picks it up and when he's challenged. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And then Daniel, uh, being quizzed by Nebuchadnezzar, says, we will not serve your gods. And so we see this idea of service, which is at the heart of our Bible. Today's Bible Sunday, if you didn't know. And at the heart of your Bible are very, very important themes. And service is one of the important themes of the Bible. We may have uh, a high-wage, high-tech, high-everything society, but the Bible says we need to serve one another. It's not about grabbing, it's about giving. The verse in the Bible probably that sums up God's message to us about his willingness to serve is John 3.16. God so loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him may not be lost or perish, but have eternal life. You think about that. That, that sums up that classical verse sums up who God is 
and what he's about. He's about giving and serving everything through Jesus that we might enter his kingdom. That's just amazing. That's truly amazing. The verse that probably sums up Jesus' mission is what we had read to us today in Mark 10.45, when he says he did not come to be served, but to serve. That is the crucial thing. And as we, as Christians, come to serve him, so it is not just in the big things that we define our lives by our jobs. You know, it's just so easy, isn't it, to that? I had in my meditation this morning, Psalm 119, verse 83, and it talks about uh, a smoked wineskin. It means old, like me. Uh, you, you really passed it, or I because it's smoked and dried up and cracked and pretty no good at storing wine anymore. Uh, and, and yet, that's what I love about the Psalm. It's so down to earth and, and real. And then he praises God for what he's done. So look at Psalm 119, verse 83. And, and we see that, that God serves even in a, in a sort of parched, broken, wine skin like me, and possibly like you, that God actually uses you and me in different ways. And he wants to encourage you. He wants to inspire you to go on and just keep serving in the loud, gentle, beautiful ways that you are doing. It's so important. But you know the scary bit in Jesus' statement there, he did not come to be served, but to serve, is that we as Christians are probably the only living vision of what some people see of the fulfillment of John 3.16 and that verse that I just read out. We're the only people that God provides for people to see his grace and his love and his mercy that has kept you and me going and will keep us going to the end. That's what it's all about. What picture of God's love are you and I presenting to the world? That's quite a scary thought. What picture of God's love and grace and mercy are we presenting to the world? God presents the picture of greatness in terms of service. That's not as the world sees it, is it? You know? It's not what our politicians see at all. Service is the key. How, how we just gently go about that. Some of us in more exalted positions, some of us less so. It doesn't matter. There is no hierarchy in God's 
kingdom. We're his children. We're his children. It's just interesting, isn't it, that our reading today shows Jesus' disciples arguing about who would be the greatest, who would sit on his left and his right. What's changed in the world? What's changed? And we're here to help it change. We are. You see, my friends, Jesus chose Nazareth over centre stage Jerusalem. Jesus chose his father's carpenter shop over marble to pillow palace. Jesus chose 30 years of anonymity over popularity. Jesus selected prayer over sleep. The ravages of the wilderness over the cool of the river Jordan. Petulant disciples over obedient angels. Now if I was looking for a team, I'd want obedient angels. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, I think... Uh, Gabriel or Michael might be good people there. I'm not sure. But Jesus chose petulant disciples. He chose flawed people. He chose you and he chose me. We're chosen people. To the children of the living God. How wonderful is that? When his disciples feared the storm, he stilled it. When they couldn't pay their taxes, he supplied it with the coin from the fish, if you remember. It's amazing what Jesus does. He serves and he supplies. When they had no wine at a wedding, when there was no food for the multitude, what did he do? He provided it. He served. He served. Think about the lovely way that Jesus goes about things. His good manners. He doesn't charge into your life. No. No, he doesn't. He knocks before entering. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Um, knock. 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 And then he waits. Oh. He'll even sit down for quite a time. To wait for you to respond. It may be minutes. It may be years. But he waits. How wonderful is that? How spoiled we are to have such grace and such love and such mercy. 
And when he enters, he always brings a gift. You know, when you enter into someone's house, if they invite you in, you invite them in, they often bring flowers or a bottle of wine or some chocolates. Jesus brings the Holy Spirit. We find that in Acts 2, 38. Jesus always brings a gift. A gift that will inspire and support you. And as he stays in your life and in mine, he serves. He serves. For every, even the Son of Man did not come to serve, but did not come to be served, but to serve. Now, my friends, when you get home in a short while, because we're just finishing, and you go into the kitchen to prepare for whatever you're going to have for lunch. Would you go and look for your apron, as I will? You might find it missing. Who will be wearing it? Jesus. That's who we've come to serve. It's not about our status. It's about what we can do through his power by touching the lives of others. He's serving the guests as they sit down in John 13. He won't eat until he's offered thanks. He won't leave until the leftovers are cleared up in Matthew 14. My friends, we do a jolly good job in serving. And that's what God wants to encourage you and thank you for the little things and the big things that you're supporting and doing. But that serving is great until we tell people that we're serving. And as soon as we tell people we're serving, it becomes about us. And not about Jesus. And so we finish with this thought. Let's keep serving. Let's be people who've been encouraged by God wearing the apron, by God washing the feet. Whatever it is that you need to do, just be encouraged to do it. As a church, the good things. We try, when we're doing something new and serving, we, we like to think, what are we going to call it? My friends, whatever we do in service, it's already got a name, it's called love. It's called love. There's no need for a new name. It already has one.